Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. I'm Ashley, I'm an addict, and this is the Just for Today Daily Meditation for May 21st, Keep Coming Back. Meetings keep us in touch with where we've been, but more importantly, with where we could go in our recovery. Basic text, page 56. In many ways, addicts are different. When we came to Narcotics Anonymous, we found others like ourselves, people who understood us and whom we could understand. No longer did we feel like aliens, strangers, wherever we went. We were at home in NA meetings, among friends. We don't stop being addicts after we've been clean a while. We still need to identify with other addicts. We continue coming to NA meetings to keep in touch with who we are, where we've come from, and where we're going. Every meeting reminds us that we can never use drugs successfully. Every meeting reminds us that we'll never be cured, but that by practicing the principles of the program, we can recover. And every meeting offers us the experience and examples of other addicts in ongoing recovery. At meetings, we see how different people work their program and their results are apparent in their lives. If we want the lives we see others living, we can find out what they've done to get where they are. Narcotics Anonymous meetings offer us identification with where we've been and where we can go. Identification we can't do without and can't get anywhere else. That keeps us coming back. Just for today, I will attend an NA meeting to remind myself of who I am, where I've come from, and where I can go in my recovery. Thanks for letting me read. Special announcement. Uh, we're coming up on one year uh, that we've been publishing these um, just for today meditation episodes. And with that, there's going to be a little bit of a change that occurs on June 14th and after. So June 14th will be the last new just for today meditation uh, episode to be published. Um, so what that means is on June 15th and, and, and after, uh, you may just need to do a search for the date to listen to that um, meditation episode. Um, they were recorded, we started last summer on June 15th. So so again, June 14th will be the last new um, published. After that, you'll need to go ahead and, and search on whatever platform you're, you're listening to for June 15th and so on. A couple other things. We have about 32 episodes so far of the basic text study that drops every Sunday. It's an hour long um, episode. So there's about 32 hours of, of basic text study material, and we anticipate another 20 hours, so another 20 episodes. And so that's every Sunday. Please make your way over there and, and take a listen to that. But in that spirit, we're starting the Living Clean study. And so I would really like to hear from you if you are interested in being a um, 
a permanent member of that, which which would mean that you would participate each week. Uh, we meet for an hour each week. Or if you'd like to be a two guest, uh, a two episode guest, so please do um, uh, make your way over to the Facebook page, find the information link for the Living Clean study, fill that out, and I'll be in touch with you. Or you could text me some information on the podcast number. I want to hear from you. What content would you like uh, the anonymous podcast to explore? I know we have some folks asking for um, some pamphlets or or the guiding principles to break those down. So I want to hear from you. Uh, but really, thank you. Thank you for taking this journey um, with us. Uh, it's 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 really neat and encouraging to to think about us coming up on on a year. So. Um, so again, folks, June 14th will be the last new episode for the time being being published after June 14th, do a history search by the date um, to listen to June 15th, 16th, 17th, etc. All right, enjoy the episode. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, guest Donna and Terry. Uh, folks, welcome back to the Anonymous Podcast to the both of you, and if you could, uh, let's uh, jump in with our introductions, who you are, your clean date, where you attend meetings, and if you could give your home group a shout out. Terry, we'll start with you. Hi, my name is Terry. I'm an addict. Um, my clean date is April 23rd of 2018. I attend meetings in the greater Cincinnati area of Narcotics Anonymous, and my home group is on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Recovery in Neville. Thanks, Terry. What's up, Donna? Hey everybody, my name is Donna. I'm an addict. My clean date is Thanksgiving Day, 1985. I attend meetings uh, in the Lane County area of Narcotics Anonymous uh, in Eugene, Oregon. And my last home group was the Wednesday night uh, midweek serenity. Thanks, Donna. We're going to transition to the just for today. Terry, can you start us off? We're going to speak about keep coming back. So, um, sure. So I'm Perry, I'm an addict and keep coming back. Um, that's definitely part of my story. Um, I was first introduced to the 12 step fellowship, um, actually through my dad in my early twenties, who was a member of the 12 step fellowship. And then, um, I had some clean time and, uh, relapsed. And when I finally hit my bottom this time around, um, I knew where to go to get the help. Um, you know, and this just for today at the bottom of it, it talks about identification and it says um, identification we can't do without and can't get anywhere else that keeps us coming back. Um, and that is like, uh, you know, one of the, I guess, major things that, um, you know, has helped me in my recovery has helped me. Um, stay clean, like feeling a part of being able to identify with the other women in my area and, um, you know, finding commonality in my story and their story. And actually that's, um, that identification is the one piece of information that I had about my sponsor. Um, when I asked her to sponsor me, we had this one little part of our stories was, uh, very similar and she stayed clean and, um, I knew that that's what I needed was someone who could help me stay clean through that. And um, so that's why I asked her and she's been my sponsor since I've had like five days clean. Yeah, too, you know, getting getting clean, I looked around and you know how we're kind of like trained to see the differences between me and the next person. You know, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if it's like skin color, upbringing, you know, what, whatever it is, whatever it could be different. 
And that's what, and that's what getting coffee and, and dinner and stuff like that after the meeting really broke down for me. Because like in the meeting, I remember getting clean and just thinking like, couldn't really follow along too much of like the message part. You know what I'm saying? But I could, I could identify with like um, the desperation when they were talking about, you know, they were desperate in addiction. I was like, bang. Yeah, that's me for sure. That's me. Um, and then anything else than that, man, I was kind of like lost in the, you know, just lost. It was really confused and kind of lost. But after, you know, at fellowship and stuff, that's when I kind of, kind of understood, okay, man, I'm, I belong to something. It's the fellowship piece, right? It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I can, I can, I can see the freedom that these folks are talking about, man. Like they're laughing, they're kind of cutting up. They're talking about stuff that happened a couple of years ago and they, and they were clean and they, it meant something to them. It's like, damn, man, I didn't have any of that, nothing, you know? And so, um, so that, that's how my identification piece started. It started at the, the restaurants after the meeting, really. Donna, jump on in. What do you think? It took me a while to stay clean when I first got introduced to NA. Um, and I did not identify with most people. Uh, I thought, and, and I was just uh, determined that nobody could possibly understand how I felt or how bad things were for me. Right. Um, but what did start happening was I started having compassion for what I was hearing. And I started having some hope that if these people with their stories could stay clean and change their lives, then maybe me with my story, mm. I could stay clean and I could change my life as well. I'll, I'll tell you, I went to treatment at a old place in the out in the woods and uh, basically started by a guy and his wife and a big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, and that was my introduction to fellowship stuff and literature. And at some point I picked up the NA literature and that was my point of identification. When I started reading these words written by other addicts, it's like, oh, there mm -hmm. I am that's me, that desperation, that hopelessness, you know, the stuff that came to me through the written word, that was really, um, really uh, uh, where that happened for me. Um, you know, uh, without that hope piece, I don't know that I would have kept coming back. I was so desperate and I was so sick, even after I did start staying clean. The other piece too, is where in here where it talks about continuing to come back, even, even after we've been clean for a while, you know, uh, um, I've been clean a really long time and I still go to meetings. I still am part of Narcotics Anonymous and, and um, uh, there's a lot of reasons to do that. And um, really when you've been clean a long time like me and you hear a newcomer in a meeting and they are getting it, they are catching the hope, they're mm. catching the bug for recovery, man. I just, I love that. It draws me back over and over and over again. And, um, and every once in a while you get this snippet. There was a guy, uh, um, I, don't, I don't know what's happened to him now, but he was had just out of prison. He was young and he'd been in prison a great deal of his life. And we were talking about the second step. We were talking about not repeating the same mistakes, expecting different results, right? And uh, he said, I will do whatever it takes not to go back to prison. And I thought, that is sanity, right? Being willing to do 
whatever it takes not to go back. And it's like, that stuff draws me back over and over and over again. And, um, and I'm, and I'm so grateful that I can still, you know, hear that stuff. Yeah. I think it's really important too, that we hear, we hear a message like that of saying someone who, who's been clean a really long time and who's still wrapped up in service, like right before, you know, I hit the record button, you were, you were telling me about like the service work that you're doing about this convention that's happening in the Northwest, you know, it's like, um, like that, that gives me just a lot of encouragement to see. And I say this on the basic tech study all the time, right? You know, it's like, I look at you guys as like as saying, Hey, look, I'm not graduating. I'm not okay. It's not like, Hey, I got this. I got a great life now. I'm good. See ya. And it, and it, it just allows me to say, okay, I'm linked up, you know, with the right people for the right purpose, you know? And, and um, so folks look coming in now is, is Allison. Uh, Allison, could you introduce yourself? Let us know uh, your clean date. Um, where you attend meetings, could you give your home group a shout, shout out and then share on Keep Coming Back? Sure. So uh, my name is Allison. I'm an addict. My clean date is June 4th of 2011, and I attend meetings in the greater Cincinnati area. My home group is Dark Side of the Spoon on Tuesday nights. Um, I really like this reading a lot, and Donna, thank you so much for the things that you said. I um you know, I, I just shared this in a meeting not long ago about how I'm so grateful that meetings still make sense. Um, because being able to be a part of people's processes and watch that light turn on is hands down my favorite part of being engaged in Narcotics Anonymous. Watching people get clean, pick up a white key tag, and then pick up medallions over and over again. And in that light and that shine that we get when we apply the program, that's my favorite part of what we do here. Um, and so a couple of things about this reading like really stuck out to me. Um, it says people who understood us and whom we could understand. I never felt understood until I got to Narcotics Anonymous. And, um, and I'm so grateful I still feel understood in NA. Um, it doesn't matter how much clean time I get or how many steps I work or whatever. Um, I'm so grateful that I still have a place where I can go with my insanity and my gratitude and get understood. Um, and it says we were at home and that's my experience. You know, I, I came to my first NA meeting from treatment and, um, there were people there that looked like people that I got high with, but they were clean. And I was like, wait a second, you know, you've got Jordan's on in a flat bill, like, and you've got two or three years clean. Like if you can stay clean, so can I, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it says at meetings, we see how different people work their program and the results are apparent in their lives. And, um, you know, I, I love the diversity that comes with Narcotics Anonymous, um, but the consistency within the fact that if we get clean and we follow directions and we work the 12 steps of Narcotics Anonymous and try to apply them into our daily lives, our life gets better. And so it doesn't matter where you hear the message, how you hear the message, if it's you know spoken in a different language, it's still the same principles. And if you apply the principles, your life gets better. And um, you know, when I first got clean, I used to go to this meeting um, and I actually just came from this meeting and it's in a different location because of COVID, but there was this guy and, um, you, we, we always called him keep coming back, Charlie, because like after every single person shared, he would say, keep coming back. And I remember when I first got clean, 
he used to offend me when he would say that, you know what I mean? I'd be like, motherfucker, I'm not going anywhere, you know? <laughs> um, and it took me a couple years to like really understand what that means. Like keep coming back because the longer I've stayed, the more I've watched people obtain a life worth living and then they leave and they don't give back what was freely given to them. And so now I can get with why I keep coming back. Charlie told everybody to keep coming back because it's a joy to watch it when people come back. It's not an insult to tell someone to keep coming back. It's like, we want you to stay. Like, we love you. Please stay because it's a joy to watch. Um, I'm just, I'm so grateful that meetings still make sense in my life. Um, and I don't know what my life would look like if I didn't keep coming back to it. I have nowhere else that I would want to go other than Narcotics Anonymous. This is my family. This is my home. These are my people. This mm. is what I do. And um, so I'll pass with that. Thanks. No, thanks, Allison. It makes sense. You know, I was kind of reflecting and saying like the awakening that happened in my spirit was when I realized with the same amount of measure, I'm afraid to go back to life before March 12, 2000, right? That's my clean date. Like I have the same amount of fear of losing the life that I have now. You know, and to me, that was an awakening of my spirit, which is like, I value today and the freedom that I have today, just as much as I value the, the not return part. And, um, and so Terry, last comments on this, uh, if, if we have some, if we have some listeners tuned in who are saying, okay, um, we're transitioning from, from this digital platform to, uh, you know, to maybe face to face, maybe that's going on. We're seeing it, you know, happen a little bit more now. And maybe some folks are saying, you know what, man, maybe. Maybe I'm not hitting this meeting, you know, maybe like this keep coming back piece isn't for me or something like that. Can you share in, in the context, you know, like what, what, maybe what's some action items that they can do to kind of write that chip? Sure. Um, so, you know, I'm going to tie it into something that Allison mentioned that I have highlighted, like we were at home in any meetings and, you know, if somebody is like newer to the fellowship and they first found their way on zoom um, and that's, that's like maybe the only way that they've known right, what Narcotics Anonymous looks like or what a 12-step fellowship looks like, um, you know, if you keep coming back and you come see us in person, like, it's so much better, in my opinion, um, you know, that face-to-face -face interaction and really the atmosphere of recovery that we have in our meetings, like, that's what gives us that feeling of, like, being at home and being surrounded by people that, um, you know, like I said, we can identify with and, um, you know, that, um, you know, whether they look like us, talk like us, dress like us, like whatever, like Narcotics Anonymous is um, such a diverse fellowship that, um, you know, you're definitely going to be able to find people in the meetings that you can identify with um, and will make you feel welcome to keep coming back. Mm. You know, that was the biggest thing. Like when I first, when I first came back this time, when I got clean this time, um, you know, I tried a different fellowship first, um, but I didn't really see anybody um that I could relate to you know um and so when I when I went to an Narcotics Anonymous meeting um you know it was the way that people spoke like the language the words that they used that I was familiar with from being out using um it was you know uh body language and the way people dress like that's what that's what kept me that's like that's kind of that to be honest with you that's how I like picked the first couple girls that I walk up to is that um you know they looked like what I was familiar with and that made me comfortable um so you know going to 
on in-person meetings, um, my opinion, there's nothing better than it. Um, you know, Douglas was talking at the beginning a little bit about fellowshipping, right? Like fellowshipping on Zoom isn't that easy. Um, but, you know, if you go to the meeting in person, lots of people are going to either hang out for a little while afterwards and talk outside in the parking lot or, you know, maybe go get some, some food after the meeting, coffee after the meeting. Um, and that's where you can really, like, get to know some people and that's where you can start to feel a lot more comfortable that you're going to be welcome the next time that you come back. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Thank you.